President Rodrigo Duterte threatens to kill anyone who will falsely accuse him or his cabinet members of corruption. An international human rights watchdog downgrades its rating for the Philippines over alleged extrajudicial killings and the shutdown of ABS-CBN. Senator Grace Poe denies Dito Telecommunity is being singled out after its franchise renewal was deferred by a Senate panel. And the operator of the North Luzon Expressway vows to resolve its issues with Valenzuela City, which suspended its business permit leading to a toll holiday. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Just a few hours after assuring the public his administration remains seriously committed to upholding human rights, President Rodrigo Duterte again threatens to kill people. This time, he issued the warning to those who will make false corruption allegations against him or his cabinet members. The president also vowed to step down if he is proven to be corrupt. At sabihin mo, nagbigay siya ng piso sa amin, mag-resign ako. Walang imbinto. Yung totoo na sinabi na may tinanggap kami na pera, you just bring him to him or bring him before the public an announcement. And if true, I will tender my resignation as President of this Republic. That is my guarantee to you. Basta totoo, do not lie, huwag kang mag-invite, huwag kang mag-concock story, masama yan. Kung ganun, uh, ikaw ang patayin ko. The president's statement comes after he told attendees at the Justice Department's Human Rights Summit he is proud. The Philippines is a signatory to many of the world's core human rights treaties. Duterte has frequently defended his cabinet officials over graft allegations, particularly Health Secretary Francisco Duque III and Public Works Secretary Mark Villar. President Duterte ruling out any ceasefire between communists rebels and government forces for the remainder of his term. The president said the possibility of a truce died along with the peace talks of the National Democratic Front of the Philippines. The military earlier recommended no Christmas truce with the new People's Army, claiming previous ceasefires were never honored by the rebels. There will be no ceasefire ever again. Under my term, under my term, go pagka presidente. When I walk away from the talks, because we cannot understand each other, maybe we were talking on different uh, dialects. I don't know why, but I just simply cannot understand the way it was being carried by the other side, by being played. I cannot compromise anything in this government. It's either I will be impeached. Or the military and the police will shoot me. Pamilya lang ako sa dalawa dyan. Ipapasubo mo ang Republic of the Philippines. Papatayin ka talaga. Because you are a traitor of your country. And just like last week, the president again blasted Bayan Muna Party List Representative Carlos Zarate and his fellow lawmakers in the Makabayan bloc, calling them communists. Itong inyong ano, organization, 
simply communist, all of you. Alam mo, the act of one is the act of all. Ano ang anong ginawa ni ng mga sundalo ninyo pagpatay ng barangay captain? The act of the soldier in PA is the act of Sarate, Congressman. I'm trying to sort out what we will do to you. Because you are now criminals. And I said, I have pointed out, we are not only tagging you. That's uh, a light. Uh, we are identifying you. And we will identify you anytime you want. But there will be a time before my end terms. I will name all of you. Kayong lahat sa NDF. Cold-blooded murder, that's how human rights lawyer Vijay Topasho described the killing of his parents. Former National Democratic Front peace consultants Agaton Topasho and Eugenia Magpantay. Both are killed in a police raid at their house in Angono Rizal last month. Authorities had claimed the elderly couple was armed and exchanged fire with the police. Topasho dismisses these allegations, saying his parents were old and ailing. He also decried the lack of due process. They were part. They were part of the underground movement for a long time because um, after the, you know, during the, the Marcos dictatorship, um, my mom, who also studied in UP, um, they went underground, okay, um, during that time to fight the dictatorship. But uh, they were long time retired. Whatever allegations that they have, um, they do not have the right to take the lives of my parents that way. Um, you file it in court and we will um, actually... Uh, try to you know defend them in court also but uh, in this case we, we don't have a chance anymore because they're already dead President Duterte offers his condolences to the family of slain Los Baños Laguna Mayor Cesar Perez, but Duterte asserts he's not one or he's not the one responsible for Perez's inclusion in the so-called narco list, pointing instead to law enforcers. Duterte says he only publicized the list to inform Filipinos of public officials allegedly involved in illegal drugs so that they won't be elected again. First of all, I'm sorry that... Uh... Uh, your father died the way it happened. Pero kung sabihin mo may yang listahan na yan, hindi akin yan. It's a collation lahat-lahat na yan sa intelligence report sa uh, mga drug enforcement at sa intelligence ng military police. Your father might be an exception, and you, you you believe firmly that he was not guilty or liable of anything. Well, it's good, but the problem is name. Umabot do on salistahan. You'll just have to look for the killers. Hindi dito sa opisina ko yan. Perez was gunned down inside the municipal hall in Los Baños last week. Perez had denied any involvement in the illegal drug trade, saying the release of the government's narco list was unfair and politically motivated. An international watchdog has downgraded the Philippines' human rights rating over the killings of activists. The passage of the controversial anti-terror law and the non-renewal of ABS-CBN's franchise. Our correspondent Mike Navalio on the line right now to tell us more about that. Mike, go ahead. 
Hi, Carmina. Civicus monitor a global research collaboration of more than 20 organizations that rates and tracks respect for fundamental freedoms in almost 200 countries has just downgraded the rating of uh, the Philippines from obstructed to repressed based on its people power under attack report uh, this year. It says it is extremely concerned about attacks on human rights defenders and journalists, the vilification and criminalization of activists, the assault on press freedom, and a new draconian anti-terror law. It said that the Duterte government has incrementally chipped away the civic freedoms in the Philippines since it came to power in 2016, but this has further eroded over the last year with systematic intimidation, attacks and vilification of civil society and activists, an increased crackdown on press freedoms and a pervasive culture of impunity. Among the basis for the downgrade are the killings of peace consultant and land rights activist Juan Dali Chanese, who was killed inside his apartment in Quezon City in August by still unidentified killers, and rights activist Zara Alvarez, who was gunned down in a street in Bacolod City just a few days after. The group noted that both had been ragtagged or labeled as communist or terrorist by the government, placing them at great risk of being targeted. Two female activists were also arrested this year. Senator Laila Dilima, meanwhile, a vocal critic of the president, remained detained for more than three years on what the group called fabricated charges. The attack on the media in 2020 intensified, according to the group, with Maria Reza's conviction for cyber libel in June and the shutdown of ABS-CBN in May after its franchise renewal bid was rejected by Congress. It also expressed concern over the passage of the anti-terrorism law, which it said has few safeguards and will institutionalize and facilitate an abuse of power. Various rights groups have criticized the passage of the new law, with 37 petitioners challenging its constitutional before the Supreme Court due mainly to its vague definition of terrorism and expansive powers granted to the Anti-Terrorism Council. The Supreme Court has set oral arguments on the petitions on January 19, 2021. The civic downgrade came after a year of regular monitoring and a thorough assessment of the state of civic freedom and places in the, Fil and places the Philippines alongside 43 other countries like Cambodia, Venezuela and Russia. African countries like the Agri Coast, Guinea, Niger, and Togo are also uh, downgraded uh, similarly to a repressed rating. A repressed rating means democratic freedom, such as freedom of expression, peaceful assembly, and association are severely restricted and is only one notch higher than the lowest rating of closed reserved to countries like Iraq, Vietnam, North Korea, and China. In June, Civicos also placed the Philippines on its watch list to party to COVID-19 emergency powers. Now, this comes as the United Nations Human Rights Council has uh, passed a resolution that would provide technical cooperation and capacity building for promotion protection of human rights in the country. Pursuant to that resolution, the Department of Justice started yesterday a three-day human rights summit as part of its commitment, but critics have criticized the summit as ironic, a big farce given the Duterte administration's track record and because human rights victims and defenders are not supposedly part of the summit. Thanks a lot. Our correspondent Mike Navalio there. Appreciate it, Mikey. Keep safe. Britain is set to begin its COVID-19 vaccination program Tuesday. Pfizer's vaccine has been distributed across hospitals in the UK, making it the first Western country to vaccinate its population. Britain is the worst hit European country from the pandemic with over 61,000 deaths from COVID-19. But officials hope to turn the tide against the disease by rolling out the vaccine before the US or Europe. Union. About 800,000 doses are expected to be available within this week, with health workers and care home residents and staff as the top priority.
it's the beginning of the end of this pandemic. We're not there yet. It's so important that people keep doing the things we know we need to do, following the rules and the basics to make sure we keep this under control. But we can now see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, well, we've said that we, uh, we think that uh, from the spring, uh, we will uh, see life starting to return to normal. Uh, and obviously, the, the sooner we can, uh, that we can vaccinate the, those who are vulnerable uh, to COVID, the sooner that will be. U.S. President-elect Joe Biden names more key players in America's fight against the coronavirus. He chose Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the chief of infectious diseases at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, to run the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. COVID-19 has infected nearly 15 million Americans and killed more than 280,000 of them. Biden has also chosen a new defense secretary, retired General Lloyd Austin. Austin oversaw the U.S. forces in the Middle East during the Obama administration. In business, a Philippine Senate panel defers the franchise renewal of the country's third major telco player. The chairman of the Senate Committee on Public Services, Grace Poe, says Dito Telecommunity should first prove that it can deliver its promised services, which includes providing at least 27 megabits per second of Internet speed to some 7,000 villages in its first year of service. Poe denies she's singling out Dito. She says all telco companies are under close watch as the government embarks on a multi-billion peso national broadband project. I hope that the security group of, um, well, the security group or the National Security Council will be a little bit more transparent, will be transparent when it comes to their mechanism in selecting which companies are qualified or not. Um, mm -hmm. There, there was an allegation, uh, well, not an allegation, but apparently, according to one senator, uh, the China telecom company uh, that is part of uh, Dito Telecommunications is, is flagged as, as a front for uh, the Chinese government. So uh, things like that, I, I wish that the National Security Council was a little bit more careful and more transparent. But, but that is subject for another hearing uh, because it doesn't just uh, concern Dito Telecom, but other companies as well that might be engaging uh, with foreign partners. The North Luzon Expressway Corporation, meanwhile, vows to resolve the traffic issue in Valenzuela City to protect its customers and stakeholders. NLEX Corporation President J. Luigi Bautista says they are doing everything to address the problem, including amicable and cooperative initiatives between the tollway company and the city of Valenzuela. He admits the cashless toll implementation has been faulty, saying it was a result of some adjustments. Bautista assures the public, though, concerns are being raised on social media are being heard. Don't play the victim. That's the message of Valenzuela City Mayor Rex Cachalian to the operator of North Luzon Expressway. After the city made good on its threat to suspend the company's business permit due to faulty implementation of its cashless payment system. Gachalian says he already gave the operator a chance to fix the RFID mess, but no immediate action was taken.
you had the chance to protect your uh, customers, but you did not. It's Valenzuela that did the protecting of the riding public. So please don't invoke protecting the riding public in your letter. You're making the LGU sound like a hostile party here. It's unfair to highlight in your letter that I just got hold of, that you are making yourself look like the hero when in reality you are the aggressor. General motherhood statements. Not to be very rude, but that's what I call letters that uh, are meant to delay certain actions. Uh, there is a action plan, but I believe it or not, I think it's a page that contained what they intend to do. I don't really believe that suffice. Meaning, you're about to resolve a mega problem, but it can fit in half a page or not even a page. So uh, it could be that they were planning to set a meeting tomorrow or today so that we can discuss all these matters. So they probably want to do it face to face. And they were trying to set a meeting today, but I told him today's a holiday. I can go to work, but my team probably can't. They deserve to enjoy the holiday with their families. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow we promise to call each other touch base but that meeting doesn't mean that we're lifting anything the suspension order resulted in a toll holiday in portions of the NLEX. Barriers in the affected toll plazas have been raised and motorists can pass through without having to pay fees the World Economic Forum will hold its 2021 annual meeting in Singapore instead of its traditional Switzerland venue that says Europe battles a rising number of COVID-19 infections. WEF organizers say moving the event to Singapore will allow for an in-person meeting among the world's top political and business leaders. The Asian financial hub has a relatively low rate of COVID cases. It is also as recently started experimenting with modified versions of large-scale conferences in light of the pandemic. WEF founder and executive chairman Klaus Schwab says the high-profile gathering, which is scheduled on May 13 to 16, is of great importance to address the worldwide recovery from the coronavirus crisis. In sports, retired boxing great Floyd Mayweather Jr. will return to the ring for an exhibition bout against YouTube personality Logan Paul. The bout will take place in February next year, but the venue has yet to be determined. Money last fought professionally in 2017 when he won via TKO over mixed martial arts champion Conor McGregor, extending his unblemished record to 50-0. Logan's brother, another online star, Jake Paul, recently made headlines after knocking out former NBA player Nate Robinson during the Mike Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. undercard. That'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe, everyone. Keep it here on ANC.